Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 9th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Sunday night, just enjoyed a full plate of football. <laughs> hanging out at uh, Sand Valley for a couple days. And uh, how are you doing? <laughs> you know how I'm doing. I'm not in a good place. I'm in a, I'm in a dark place, quite honestly. Uh, so it's like Sunday what, scares. What happened? Are, Sunday scares are thick. Yeah, I went down the street. Neighborhood dads had a little tailgate. If I'd had a Labatt Blue at ten thirty a.m., all fired up, you know, pumped up. We're gonna roll. You know, it's so like you know, there's a little wear and tear on me at this point. Come Sunday night, and so it's just the Sunday scaries are suffocating right now. Uh, I'm not even sure I have a, a tough week ahead of me. It's not, not Victory Monday. No, no. So, I mean, the, listen, I'm a 36-year-old, soon to be, father of three, soon to be four, FYI. Like, hey, Congratulations. Thanks. I, 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 think I'm, like, I think I'm pretty well adjusted when it comes to sports at this point. I wouldn't say I was always that way. I'd say, like, you know, there were times where I might, throw something against the wall or be down for a couple days, weeks about, you know, sports loss, which I've, in, you know, watched many of, but like, you know, those days were past me. I was kind of fine. Like I just, I'm, you get old, you get perspective as uh, Terry Pluto, longtime Cleveland columnist used to say, like, don't let the millionaires who play sports ruin your day, which is like a nice aphorism, but that's I don't a, think that's actually... a nice Cleveland statement. <laughs> so I thought I was I was out of that. I was done. Like that stuff doesn't matter. I'm well adjusted. I'm old. Like I have perspective. Shit doesn't matter. But I, am, I, I got I got sucked in this time. I was in. Yeah, you were. The fact that I even mentioned that it might not be a great season had you flabbergasted a couple, well, just, couple days listen, ago. The Browns, like, whatever. I, I checked out on the Browns a long time ago. Like, the, the <laughs> hell with them. But, like, I, I can't. This really, I, I, nothing could ever shock me, I thought. Like, I was just like, I've never put my faith, never be shot, never be surprised. Like, it could always be worse. This I I honestly can't believe this happened. Like I I was that sure that this was going to be different, and you know I, I promise you I'm not one of these like Stockholm syndrome people. I promise you, like I don't had like I I hate the Browns. Like screw them. Like I could have for the last decade, but like I got pulled in. I, I really thought this was going to be different, and uh, it was a total ass kicking. And it was really I, at one point I just took a shot in the middle of the game. 
I think it was the safety after our left tackle, who we cut a week ago and then resigned, our starting left tackle, kicked a Titan in the face. <laughs> got thrown was, out of the game. I was going to say, I think that you're, you're, all of your problems come from the left tackle getting kicked out because then the next guy got hurt. that's that's when i took the shot so the guy that the the only remaining left tackle on the roster active roster gets hurt like as baker mayfield's getting sacked for a safe right after the guy the starting left tackle we signed like re-signed and cut a week ago kicked the guy in the face i was just like how is this happening well that's what i'm saying i think you're overreacting here it's one game and you you were you didn't even have a left tackle now we're favored. We're getting, we're giving one and a half points to the Jets. Well, we do, we didn't have a left tackle today. We're not going to have a left tackle tomorrow. We're not going to have a left tackle in November. Like it just is what it is. We didn't address that area of need, and and you know we're going to have to get by. But I can't believe we're getting a half, you know we're giving one and a half to the Jets on Monday night, a le- early line. I expect that. The to Jets move. stink. We shouldn't be favored in anything right now. We just got beat by thirty points at home <laughs> to the Titans. We gave them literally 18 <laughs> penalties. Marcus Mariota, like, it's just completely, you know, average, below average quarterback. And we just, he had, you know, he, he hit like three big passes. Career game. And, and all these just unnecessary roughness penalties. At one point, I guess one lineman got a 15-yard penalty for just telling the ref, fuck you, to the ref. <laughs> so that was 15 yards. Hey, can we talk about something? Yeah, we're here. That's why the podcast. <laughs> Who's got a better name, Stevie Fountains or Freddie Kitchens? <laughs> it's a very appropriate name for Freddie. <laughs> the rotund Freddie. I'm no not one to talk, but he's definitely it's appropriate. You know, it's. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was I, whatever. We don't need to talk about the Browns that much, but I. It was a tough, tough day. I felt bad for you. The people were lined up at noon on Saturday. I've told like you couldn't even get in the lot like by Saturday night. Just cars like feel the dreams lined up for miles trying just a day before the tailgate. And uh, same old Browns. Hey, can we take care of some other sports news real quick? Yeah, let's go. How about Rafa Nadal getting penalized for slow play? The it's fifth the, set of the U.S. Open Championship match. There were multiple slow play issues, Hell, right? Yeah. You like I that? I hope golf takes some notes. Yeah, I got a. Uh, yeah, I can't say in confidence, but I got I got secondhand text from a, a very notable, highly rated player who was saying like we need that in our game. It's just. Whatever. All, all I know is the golfers, there were some highly ranked, notable golfers paying attention to that and uh, thinking that kind of thing should be put in play in golf, too. Well, I mean, that's that's right. I mean, this is a grand slam. Last major of the year. Fifth set, right? Apparently. And, and, and a guy who's won, you know, stacked majors, not, you know, Tinling Guan, <laughs> you know, a, a, a Hall of Famer, a legend. And they're popping them. And we, we, I'm trying to think of the lengths we would need. How far golf is away from that ever happening? You don't, you don't know how many majors Rafa Nadal's won? Is it 25 now? 19. 19. 25 is a little bit much. How many French? I don't know. There I you think go. I got it. 
I'll, you know, I would guess of 19, I'll guess, I'll guess 11 French, 10, 12 French, 12 French. I need to find their little breakout here. He's won one, two, three, four. General sports podcast here. 12, 12, 12 French. I got that one right. Yeah. Kind of. But uh, unbelievable. It's it's amazing that, that tennis also thinks that playing quickly is a skill. You just can't yeah. lolly dad, you know, catch your breath <laughs> on the base. Yeah. And what? Can't, can't what just catch what? your breath on the baseline. Just like you can't calculate air density while you're trying to hit an approach shot. Like if so you want to take a calculate air density, you got to do it within 40 seconds. So I was wallowing in like the Browns and just like kind of the shot in front of the Steelers getting their ass kicked and enjoying that. Um, what 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 was he doing? What was taking too long? Like what what? He's just slow. What bouncing it too many yeah. times? Towel, all the, <laughs> you know, wedgie picks. He yeah. likes to pick. He does the wedgie thing a bit. Yeah. Um, interesting. And did, so, what's the penalty? Do you know? Do you remember? Is it a point? loss of point? Yeah, loss okay. of point. So it happened on like a break point. Shit! Wow. Did he lose his mind? Or he accepted it. He was fine. That's the thing. You 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 have members who would never allow that 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 kind of iron fist of a rule rules. That's why you need it to happen at you know an open with Marty sleeps on the button. So could you imagine the USGA like tiptoeing out to penalize a player? Like <sighs> could you ma- imagine if it was like JT who they have you know their. <laughs> Their history JT is with... like go to guy for this. Well, yeah. well, well. JT oh, and the USGA that. have a little extra layer of of history. But you imagine them like you they who, they send out Jason Gore to assess the penalty, and Jason Gore's got his army of his team of six behind him. Like <laughs> they and they're like walking. Um, excuse me, JT. <laughs> don't you do it? Don't you fucking do it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that they. Although. In a prior era, the USGA, like, there's a certain glee from popping these guys out of the, when they, you know, that week they're out of the comfort zone. Now they're so scared. Shinnecock, they just got, they're terrified now. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. The entire Jason Gore panel or whatever it is. How many people do you have? Six. It's a higher six. You love that stat. (laughs) Six job openings for the player relations team or whatever it is. So, all right, yeah, that was that was an enlightening uh, application of the rules. Refreshing, I would say. Um, should we move on to some results from the weekend? Yeah, let's talk about golf. We had uh, <laughs> Paul Casey wins the Porsche, Porsche, Porsche European Open uh, by a shot over Bob McIntyre, the Burns, burned Ritthammer, and burned Weisberger. <laughs> Burn cheeseburger. <laughs> Multiple burns. <laughs> Matthias Schwab was in there as well. We need Sean Martin to come in with like, you know, there's been four times that two burns have finished in the top 25 of a tournament. <laughs> this is the first time that two of them have finished in the top five. <laughs> Unfortunately, he doesn't have access to European tour stats, so we don't get those oh. tweets. Probably. Yeah. Um, so Paul Casey made like a 30 footer on 16, a like 15 footer on 17 to go ahead and win. 
uh, by a shot. Shot 66 on Sunday. Opened with the 66 on uh, Thursday. This is, I think it's his 14th European Tour win, which I didn't... Uh, you didn't know he was that prolific? Yeah, I mean, he, he's like kind of bailed on the PG, uh, the European Tour. Well, he played there for forever until he then it. went to the PGA Tour. Then he just became a Scottsdale resident or wherever he is. He's in you, is Paul Casey is kind of like criminal. I, I feel like because he doesn't win in general, he's underrated. Maybe. He's consistent. It depends on what you value. He's you been know? like a top 20 player for like five or six years now. Right. No, he's he's been on a hell of a run. I just I was shocked that he has 14 wins first though in like five years on the Euro Tour. Um, I think he's just kind of a goofball, right? I feel like there's always these subtle, like subtle remarks from the Euro writers, Euro players, that he might be kind of a an odd duck to get along with. Right? What do you mean? I don't know. Well, he's got that phone case of his wife. That was kind of weird. You never seen that? No. You got this. His phone case is his wife, like in her underwear, I think, or a bikini. Oh, underwear. I remember that. So that that's just a completely. What's weird under- about that? <laughs> Nothing, I guess. Uh, but no, that, that's totally unrelated to the point that I, I feel like there are always these Euro writers, Euro guys over there dropping hints and remarks that he may be a little tough to get along with. Uh, but nonetheless, now that we've buried him. Let me him, ask you a question. Is it bad to be tough to get along with? Uh, I mean, I think it's... I think you're a happier person if you're, you know, easygoing and, and you know, can frolic from one group of people to the next and be socially uh, adept. Right? Maybe he's just speaking his mind all the time. I don't even know if it's speaking his mind. He just might be kind of self-absorbed. No. Consumed with himself. But I didn't know that that was what you were hinting at. Just totally just just throwing it out there as a guess. Anyways, so he wins the Porsche European Open by a shot. Um, any other thoughts on that event? What where, where, You want to talk where, about Matt Kuchar? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's do it. Lay it out there. So it's during uh, Friday's round. I'm cramping up. I'm so like you're dehydrated. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really. I'm like writhing over here. I I just just can't believe how uh, you know my team lost, and I I see the bigger picture. This is a this is a 16 game season for you. It's just the season's over. You still got 15 games left. It's the Titans. I just, I'm not, I'm not mailing in the season. What the Titans? Just, Titans have had a winning record the last three years. It's more just taking a dump on such an opportunity to kind of, I don't know. It's Freddie's first game. He's got to yeah. get. He's got to get in that kitchen Clearly. for a little longer. He's a slow cooker. Good one. <laughs> All right, that was not bad. That one was good. So, Slow cooker, low and slow. All right, uh, what, so let's get back to Kuchar. Um, so the guy, the guy, like, what a year for Matt Kuchar. This guy has completely disgraced himself, quite honestly. And I think irreversible. Ir- the damage done should be irreversible, quite honestly. I don't even know if that's a word. It sounds like it is, but this guy should find no 
friendly confines in golf anymore. He's done. Like, so he's let's set out the story. New new rule, right? Mm-hmm. You can move loose impediments in a bunker. In a I waste bunker. It was a waste bunker. This I, was a waste bunker? I, I believe so, yes. But the rule is you can move loose impediments in any bunker. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it can be a perfectly manicured sand bucket, you know, next to the green. I Let me consult my rules book in my golf bag. <laughs> you have one in your golf bag? No. <laughs> when was the last time you played with somebody where they took a rules book out of their golf bag? Or have you ever? Uh, Andrew Landry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you never miss a chance to get in the shot of a guy made w- one wrong tweet. You've been banging on him all year. Uh, so uh, loose impediments, you can move those now in a bunker. We're all over the place. And uh, Kucher just sits there. I mean, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, this is like Bill Clinton. Like, it depends on what the definition of is is. Like, I guess any pebble any particle of sand is a loose impediment right technically you know what he looked like he looked like i do if i drop a glass on the floor and i'm like hunting around for like the little (laughs) shards of glass he was doing that just like sitting or hovering over his ball picking up every single piece of sand (laughs) around it it was uh it was a he disgraced himself again i think like between this that that lobbying for the drop at, at uh, Memorial saying it hopped back into his own ball mark pebble. He, he got denied by, by the USGA official and called slugger in for the second opinion on the 17th green. Oh, got the drop. About that. What was he looking for there? A drop on 17. Yeah. From like, the- he ended up getting a drop out of the rough into the, onto the fringe. Thanks. To, thanks to slugger who probably was worried about Matt Kuchar's kids getting through college. <laughs> the L2 can stuff is obviously speaks for itself at this point. Uh, I just, can't think of anybody that has like gone, done more of a 180 in, in a year. So I can't figure this out. Like, and I think like we have more than enough evidence. Sometimes we can be a little harsh here and jump to conclusions or put someone in a good or bad con like we have more than enough evidence here to conclude that either Kucher is just a like really not very smart like really dumb i don't know that that's the case because there's a camera right there or b like talk about self-absorbed like super entitled and just thinks like <laughs> I think like he he has no regard for his standing or what his peers think or what you know consumers think of of watching that. Like clearly he sees the camera there recording this. The rules official was hawking like standing over them and he just keeps pulling away at it. The the commenters were commentators were amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, they said uh, <laughs> Give give this man a spade and call him what he is. <laughs> uh, so I think like he's just he's really obtuse. I, I don't. Understand. I think it's a combination. I don't think he. I think he might not be that smart, and he just has no. He's aloof. I didn't a pronounce aloof. Aloof. 
Uh, I think he just thinks he, he's like because he's Matt Kuchar, he should get the best lie at the best possible times at all times. And if it's a little off or he thinks there's some wiggle room within the gray areas, the rules, which which there are now more of with the new rules, he's Matt Kuchar and he should get it. And it's been a horrible year down the line where like that kind of attitude has been on display, whether it's the tipping or, or whatever, or the memorial looking for a, just always looking for free drops. Um, this one was egregious. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, this was bad. This was a horrible, it, it, it just like the whole premise of play the ball as it lies. Like he took it. He just, he just sat down over it and took a shit on it. That rule. <laughs> So here, I I just, I, I don't know. If you're another player, I think you've probably had enough of this guy, right? I mean, we saw Rory bury him at the the Wyndham Rewards. What if, what if they what gave the presentation of the, you know, golden hotel key or whatever that was? What if and, they Pete Rosed him? I mean, I think we're getting in, getting close. I don't, I think he, I think he's like, he, you he think he should be off. banned from the game? Sergio maybe shouldn't have a place in the game anymore after this year. I, I don't like is the PGA tour really going to come to a grinding halt with no Matt Kuchar on it? Well, here's, it goes back to what we talked a little bit about Friday. If there was an owner's players part of this, nobody yeah. would sign the guy. Cause he's a pain in the ass. He's also unsportsmanlike. Yes. Right? This is unsportsmanlike. Talk about, you know, the Browns guy telling the ref F you like this is worse. This is trying to cheat. This is real unsportsmanlike. Is it worse than the guy, the Browns guy who kicked the player in the face? Maybe not. Maybe not. Because there's other human uh, pain there. The victim. I just, I just was curious how far we could get. Go. <laughs> I mean, that depends. It's close. Um, is Sergio worse than? Depends. Throwing clubs at people as caddy. Um, Sergio just somebody sent a Sergio story. I gotta go back and look at that. Um, I got a, I got a larger question for you. Big right. big picture question. Shoot. Do you think there's a lot of cheating in perfect in, in PGA Tour golf, like or your like tour level golf, top tour level golf? Do you think there are a lot of guys cheating, or do you think they are so scared? A, you know, they're gentlemen, they don't cheat. B, there's cameras, they'll be caught. C, like the risk reward is not worth it and they're scared of being caught. Do we do we count uh illegal clubs as cheating? <laughs> yes. All but right, well then then they're like... then twenty five percent of the tour is cheating. <laughs> Come on. All right, cut that. Well, let's let's carve that out then. What else? like I'm talking about like foot wedges. I don't know. There's so many cameras and people around. I heard it. I can't again. I transparency is our ethos, but this is like a bombshell. I can't. I can't go to. I heard one. A very highly rated player at the Mid East stops earlier this year was uh like in the waste in the desert somewhere and moved his ball into a better spot. He was like away from the cameras, but someone saw him do it. A, a someone, yeah. Anyways, yes. So I, I heard that like a highly rated player, you know, just moved his ball and some waste. In the I think 
defense. Like, do you think, do you think that's happening that often? I think that there could be stuff with ball marking. So like explain that. What do you mean? So I played in a junior tournament once with a guy who's still playing professional golf now, not on the PGA tour, um, who would, and he was a very highly ranked junior player. He would mark his ball on. So depending on which side, uh, which way the ball was breaking, he would mark his ball on the side that would move it to a flatter spot and then replace it another way that way. Right. You know, and just like subtle things like that. But that's, and I think we, we saw, yeah, exactly. That's that's, what some people alleged. Well, that's why, like, I've always thought that was cheating because like I've seen it done and it's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How that penalty came down was goofy and maybe not right but yeah but i don't know i don't i i don't think i don't think it's, a, think it's, think it's that... a widespread it's impossible to cheat if you're in the mix right right so you play yeah yeah i uh, i again i'm not like putting this kuchar thing in that bucket i'm just wondering like he's just right the camera's right there he's using the gray area of the new rule to move everything and give himself a fluffy line i don't think that was the gray area you he should was... they should have given him a shovel <laughs> over the line yeah it's a bad look kuchar's kuchar i think what's happened to kuchar this year is is can't be can't be brought back i you know what i think the kuchar, die is cast you know what kuchar needs to do he needs to get on twitter Oh God! Why? I'm not sure he even knows what Twitter is. I think he's then kind of looking for a my MySpace account or something. He's he doesn't know. What's this PGA Tour live? <laughs> what is this PGA Tour live under par thing we got going on? Live, live under par. Live under par. What was the recent one he didn't know about? I don't know. Oh, the news, <laughs> Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, he brought. His face when Rory just dismantled him at the Wyndham was one of the best things. <laughs> just squirming. <laughs> All right. Anything else on Kuchar? No, Good. that's it. He's sufficiently been chastised. Uh, all right. Walker Cup. Should we get to that? Yeah. What we what, know, what, or what, you, what we know of. What did you think event? of the action this morning? Played, I heard it was thrilling. Played in a galaxy far, far away. Um, what do you think of their pants? I don't know. They're fine. That this, I think it's Ralph Lauren just getting a little, getting a little cheeky. I thought they thought it was a little aggressive for a team event. It you know, looks fine, like probably in isolation when you're playing Sunday of a tournament or something. They but, reuse those pants. You know, JT wore them when I timed Bryson, JT, and uh, and uh, oh, he kissing her group. Yeah. And Probably I, more more appropriate tire for this week's a military tribute at the Greenbrier, <laughs> the camo. You know, every I I must have heard at nine holes a thousand people yell, "Nice pants to JT." Uh, it was that's awful. A, that's a separate pod and golf galleries that we need to get into. Um, so so Walker Cup, the United States wins. It's not on TV. I didn't watch the highlight show at 11 o'clock on Saturday night. Believe it or not, I was doing something else. I was not interested in it. But 
several people tweeted or tweeted at us that it was not a good highlight show. It was just a bunch of putts and like with no kind of development or, or narrative kind of storytelling of how anything was going. It's like, here's a putt to win the hole. And he's, you know, goes up one. Here's a putt on the next hole to lose it. Like, it just sounded like pretty useless. And, and I think it was all putts, no real shot making. Um, and it's now 11.25 on Sunday night, and I'm not watching it again. So oh, there, I did see um, Ryan Harrington of Golf Digest. Good on him. Reached out in the RNA. Just... So a lot of people have been furious at Golf Channel and Comcast or whoever, uh, more of the networks. But like, it sounds like the RNA did an did a analysis. Like, we just don't think it's worth it, more or less, was their statement to Golf Digest. And that's why we didn't have it. Which is shitty. Should we get to the actual results? Yeah. All right. So the United States wins. I think it was 15 and a half to 10 and a half. Don't want to say that. Just I don't even have the score. A Sunday singles exhibition. Yes. First, um, first to win after a first day deficit since 2003. And the first American team to win after a first day deficit since uh, 1963. So it's been a long time. So they were down two on Saturday night, down one after Sunday foursomes. So down one going into singles and like kind of boat raced them. I, I think I read like almost everybody on the American side birdied the first hole and they were off, crushed them. You just, it's just singles we always hear this singles are like the most volatile like you know half the points or close to half the you know points are available in singles but you never see it really flip that badly right even whether any of these Ryder cup walker cup and we have the stats no one's come back from a first day deficit since 2003 so do you know how big the population of the gbni is no that's quite a non-sequitur change of direction no. It's roughly like 60 million. Okay. They're playing a, they're playing a country like five times the size. How many would you know what the population of America, the United States of America? It's between 250 and 300 million, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's around 3. I'd say 3 to 325 would be my guess. Um heard Stuart Hagestad gave an impassioned speech Saturday night. I think really? Brentley Romine had that in his story. Good bit. Maybe we Big need to reach out to Stu for official comment. We should. He's a yeah. We're big Stu fans. Three hundred twenty-seven uh, million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like he gave a, a rip-roaring speech as a veteran. You know, one in L.A. So this you'll remember this for the rest of your life. What you do in the Walker Cup. So and it, they answered on Sunday. I I don't have much to say. I didn't see anything. I, I yeah, it's hard. Of... It's hard to commentate when there's nothing to go off of. We're just Nine going of off a Amer- results page. Nine of ten Americans got a point, which is good. I think uh, Fisk was the only one that didn't get a point. Oh, I like Our man, Fisk. John uh, Pack, I, which I confirmed it's not Pack. It's Pack, who had two matching earrings per John Huggins article. Was uh, went three zero and zero. Only got to go three and zero, zero and zero on the American side. Um, Huggin made it sound like these guys struggled on uh, all of them, both sides struggled on on this style of play. He's like, there's a lot of poor course management, and more holes were lost than won. 
Well, I think everybody plays this like bomb and gouge, and if it's firm and fast and there's wind, it doesn't work as well. You know, like yeah, that this is what we talk about with like how much golf is played on one style of surface that happens to be really soft and forgiving to poor decisions and poor shots, and that style of golf in the UK is much less forgiving to that. And that's why you see golfers who are propped up by the PGA tours, WWE style get absolutely <laughs> just tossed at open championships. So, yeah, that's all I got on the Walker cup. It sounded like an amazing event that, that kind of came down to Sunday. You know, I wasn't necessarily dramatic at the end, but it was, it was would have been, would have been uh, pretty interesting stuff to watch. Right. Right. Didn't Before even have football. to go get up against football. Right. Right. There's no London game. There's no early game. Nothing going on. And uh, we might have to start releasing this pod on Sundays. What does that mean? Because we're not afraid to go up against football. <laughs> How many people out there you think would just turn off football? Just so they could like walk around the block and listen to podcasts during NFL games. Not zero. <laughs> One person might be me. Maybe I'll go walk around the block and listen to it just to make a point. All right. Um, event uh, event of the week. My event of the week. We usually do this on Wednesday, but my event of the week is the Slovak Professional Championship, Professional PGA Championship. It's uh, on the same course. This is from our man, Frank McDermott. We have a listener behind the lines in Slovakia, which is kind of amazing. In Bratislava, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he he says it's on the same course as the Challenge Tour, and it's got the par, (laughs) which just an aside. He goes, par six is a shithole, by the way. Not even really downhill. (laughs) So really long for more, for mere mortals. Can play as a five or six. Tee box on five is 260 yards ahead of the tee box on six from the whites. Ridiculous. I don't know. They're just reading listener messages now. Uh, so, yeah, he, he said he said the BFB has been there like a lot this summer, making, you know, appearances. He's really embracing the Slovakian identity. Um, he's like on TVs. They're, they're kind of embracing him, too. Yeah, he's, he's found a, a country that loves him. More, you know, and and doesn't probably doesn't even know about his past transgressions on the golf course. He says there are about twelve courses in Slovakia. Panati has two: one one by Nicholas, and the Heritage designed by an Englishman named Jonathan Davison. Um, yeah, and then he said there there might be some crime behind some of the course owners. Let, uh-huh. I, I bet that uh, I bet one of the things that Sabo's doing here is he's he's backing himself well into a, uh, a Slovakian course design business. What? Yeah, everybody's going to want it. Their course designed by Rory Sabatini, <laughs> the greatest Slovakian <laughs> Slovak golfer. <laughs> so ten thousand euro is the prize fund. There you go. That's PGA. not a lot of money. Oh, €10,000. So that's the PGA, Slovak PGA professional. How do, I, do you think I could get into that? I think you could. And what would be amazing is I think you'd have a shot. And then you'd be with Sabatini down the line. I mean, Sabatini, like, what are the odds that he wins this? 
He's got to be like a two to one favorite, right? I mean, he played this weekend in, uh, in. I think he missed the cut. Yeah, I, I think he made the cut. I think he finished like 80, 70th. Oh, really? I thought yeah. he missed it. it. The next question is Did he miss it on purpose? Get home. <laughs> Hurry home. Bratislava to prep. Wow, he did. He yeah. finished 46. So he's going straight in there. Yikes. Little, Four, little 40, 46 is such a Sabatini finish. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. It's like All right. if he if he's not in the top fifteen, then he finishes thirty fifth to fifty fifth. <laughs> All right. So that's my event of the week. Already. You have any Sunday scaries nominees? This is a short one. Nothing happened this weekend. And we weren't even allowed to watch the most important event. So I, I guess my Sunday scaries would go to uh go to you, big guy. Browns fans everywhere. Just you know, as a Cubs fan, I, I understand what it's like when you get your ho- hopes up and have them just what smashed you, like, in front of you. As a Cubs fan, like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand. Are, are you forgetting when we had a guy that urinated on his hands and then had a ball snatched from him by one <laughs> Steve Bartman? Old Mr. P hands? Yeah. As you referred to him at, uh, what you, was that, a Masters? Do you Masters? forget Bartman? You know, do you want me to keep going? You know, I mean, I remember you guys winning the World Series after a crooked rain delay on my home, my team's home field. <laughs> you know, it was about fucking time we got a good break. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, yeah. Araldus Chapman throwing like seven innings a game. Well, he blew it. Yeah. Rajay Davis. Um, my Sunday scaries are, I think, to your new favorite coach, in the NFL, Freddie Kitchens. Guys have been waddling around now for six months, just laughing it up, yucking it up, having a good time. Boom. The brown season is here, and you are now in it, man. This is a factor of sadness. You got to get this shit right. 18 penalties. Can we change his Offense. name to Freddy Slow Cooker? <laughs> I think that's got yeah. real potential. Freddy Slow Cooker. That's fine. So that's my Sunday scaries. I don't have anything golf related. The PGA Tour season's back. There's 11 events in 10 weeks in the fall. Actually, I do want to talk about something. I have something. What? What? Why is there no golf on TV the last two weeks? What are you talking about? It's just so odd. We've talked about this. What do you mean? I just... I had this realization on Saturday. I was like, I wanted to watch something, and I couldn't watch. I, I, I'm a, a, I'm an, Ill, I'm an Illinois one. college football. Like Illinois does not have a college football program worth investing time in. You know, they, so they, I would smoke Akron week one. Did they win this? Yeah, week? they beat UConn, but they didn't oh, cover yeah. the twenty-one point spread. All right. But uh, uh, Lovey's turning the program around. But they aren't. They what? stink. You don't really believe that. Yeah, I do. They, they, Lovey's I do. turning the program around? Just wait. They, he <laughs> took over for Tim Beckman. It's a guy that was a joke. That guy. I love that guy. <laughs> the greatest press conference of all time. Nut job. Yeah, total nut job. Um, but uh, but I, I, I'm a perfect example. I was like itching to watch golf on saturday afternoon there's nothing to watch it's september but i feel like you would like you're gonna be bitching this time next you're gonna be bitching no. in august next year about how there's too many events and yeah, there's too much there are too many events there's way too many events in terrible times 
of the year. It's August. It's, it's September. It's the best time to play golf in America, and there's no events. Well, you got the Greenbrier this week. This week, eleven events in ten weeks. We're gonna. We should let's do a little fall game. Come up with some contest or something. We got to pick all these random events that you don't even know who's playing half the time. I, I'm not doing it unless the Bass Pro uh, Legends of Golf's in it. All right, so that's coming up. We got Solheim Cup, big week. Uh, kind of last week was a little sleepy after Labor Day with nothing yeah. going on. About about time. I think there's a good European tour event. We'll have we'll have a lot coming up. All right, enjoy uh, enjoy your Mondays. I will not be enjoying mine. Uh, you just wait. Freddie Slow Cooker is going to serve up a delightful dish. You just got to give him a little time. He's not he's not the hot burning gas grill. You're really leaning into this. You're really. I think it's a good analogy. I I can't wait till you're ten and six and you're over the moon and I'm (laughs) and then you're gonna you're gonna be hugging. You're gonna love the Freddy slow cooker. (laughs) All right, everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday talking Greenbrier, a little Solheim Cup. Uh, Get the week started much better than I am. (laughs) 